It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. I have awesome news, you guys. The podcast is just moments away from hitting 20,000 downloads. That's right. This podcast has almost been listened to 20,000 times. That number is just almost unfathomable to me that so many of you are connecting with the things that I have to say and are listening frequently, listening more than once, and just really connecting into it. So I, I want to thank you and I want to celebrate with you because whenever I get to this microphone, I truly feel like I'm talking right to you and it's going right into your heart and speaking some form of truth or enlightenment or a message that you absolutely needed to hear in that moment because there are certainly moments where I feel like I'm not just sharing knowledge, but I'm sharing an inspired message that I just know needed to flow out of me to you, just for you, just to your heart and ears. And so we're actually 135 listens away from hitting this 20,000 mark, 20,000 downloads. And so I decided literally hours ago that we should celebrate this. We should fucking celebrate. And I want to connect with you more. So I'm going to do something that I have just made up a name for on the spot called The Connection Project because I actually really love talking to you and hearing from you. And so what I want to do is I want you to actually write me a letter, like an old school letter on paper and pen. If you type it on the computer and print it out, like I won't banish you forever or anything like that because that'd be really rude. And then actually have it, you snail mail me the letter. And you can write about whatever you want, but the question I'm asking is, what has the podcast done for you? How has this podcast touched your life? How has it changed your life? How have you adjusted how you live in your world, how you think in your head? You know, basically, how has this podcast helped you? And what are you doing differently now? What are you doing better now? And I want to read these dramatic life changes on the podcast. So assume that if you send me a letter, it will be read on the podcast. Of course, if you want to send me a letter and not have me read it, you need to like make it very obvious in the letter that this is not for on air. This is just for me. And I will obviously totally respect that. And my assumption is that I will read like the first name of the person who it's from. But if you don't want me to use your first name, make it very obvious to not use a name or give me a fake name to use. Just because I know that sometimes people want privacy and I'm cool with that. But I want to be able to share with all of you how the rest of you are changing your lives because I know deep down in my soul that there is another listener out there 
who if they hear how you have changed and how you have um you know made adjustments in your life and set boundaries for yourself and loved yourself more that's going to inspire somebody else to be able to do the same thing. They need your message of inspiration. And so let's be a community through this connection project and help each other. And then, of course, I love hearing from you. So where in the world are we sending these letters? Vanessa, right. So I happen to have a P.O. box. So I'm going to put the P.O. box in the show notes, but I'm also going to read it out loud to you right now so that you have time to open up the notes on your phone or get a pen and paper if you're an analog person like I so frequently am. And hopefully I've said enough rambling words now that you were in a place where you can write down the P.O. box for Vanessa Grace. So you're going to mail it to Vanessa Grace... 1N, two S's, and Grace is just spelled like Amazing Grace. Ta-da! And then it's P.O. Box 3213 in Vancouver, Washington, 98668. And if you're international and not in the United States, please put USA on the envelope so that I will actually get it. So I'm really excited about this idea. Um, I did not come up with the idea. I heard about it from somebody else and I had remembered it today and just thought, oh my God, that would be such a fun way to celebrate getting 20,000 downloads and connecting with you through the Connection Project, which I, like I said, I just made up. <sighs> so let's move on to the next thing that I would like to talk about, which is leveling up your energy. And I don't just mean um, like, wow, I have a lot of energy today. I can get a lot done. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't mean like that or feeling the opposite end of like feeling sluggish. I'm not talking about that kind of energy. I am talking about universal energy. I am talking about feeling high vibe and kind of feeling like um, magical good things just happen to you and you feel um, good. So how do you tell what your vibration is, right? I think that's a thing that people wonder about a lot. So if you are in a vibration that's on the lower end of the spectrum, you're going to experience more random challenges in your life. You might say to yourself the statement, why does stuff like this always happen to me? Or why are people mean to me? Why do I feel targeted? Um, because things keep happening to you and you wonder why. And maybe it's about the vibration that you put out is utilizing the law of attraction to bring back to you things of the same vibration. And you might not want those things or those experiences to be happening to you, but if you're putting out a lower vibration, things that are equivalent to that vibration are going to be magnetically attracted to you. And so your experience of the world may be through the lens that's a little bit more negative. Maybe you call yourself a pessimist. Maybe you call yourself a realist and you just say, that's just how the world is. And honey, you would be right because that is how you experience the world. And that is the truth for you. But that is not the truth for everyone. And it does not have to continue 
to be your truth because you can change it. If you are a high vibration person uh, who has a higher vibration, they are attracting to them also through the law of attraction, higher vibrational experiences. Maybe they get random connections that turn out to be wonderful business opportunities. They have kismet experiences where they meet new friends and magically something is lined up for them. Maybe there's a mistake at the hotel and their room was given away, but rather than that being a problem, they actually got a free upgrade to a better room for the same price. And so when you're in a high vibe um, experience, you are attracting to you other things that are high vibe. And maybe you didn't even specifically ask for them, but they just happen because you are in that place. And of course, we would maybe call this person more of an optimist. So I want to talk to you about uh, Gabrielle Bernstein's book, super attractor. I don't know why I just said her name so weird. I wanted to say Gabby Bernstein. And then on the book, it says Gabrielle. So I was like, no, you have to read it out exactly how it's spelled. And then I was like, Gabrielle. Never mind. I don't have to redo it again. You literally just heard me say it. So I'm rereading her book, super attractor. And so of course, I'm thinking about these things. And in her book, she talks about something called the emotional guidance scale and she didn't invent it it's from abraham hicks who is um man i could do a whole episode on abraham hicks he is a or they are uh like a collection of spirits that a woman channels and i can't remember her name um but this is abraham hicks's um, description of lower to higher vibration. And it's based on what emotion you're feeling lets you know where you are on the vibration scale. And it's not like you have to be on the higher end all the time. But when you're in a lower vibration feeling, you want to notice it. And this is where I would talk about your emotions are your messenger, and they're trying to show you something in your life that's off. Or this is where I might talk about paying attention to your thoughts and noticing what you're thinking to see if it's even accurate or true. You might be lying to yourself. So all of those episodes and all of those Instagram posts that you've heard me talk about those kinds of things is where you're going to utilize those skills to notice where you're at on this scale. So I'm going to read through from the bottom emotion, number 22, to the top emotion, number one, just so you can get an idea of how to move through them. So the bottom one, which is number 22, includes fear, grief, desperation, despair, and powerlessness. That is like the lowest vibration feeling. And so if you're in that place, um, you're probably going to have more law of attraction experiences that frankly are negative and uncomfortable and icky and gross and that we don't want those and I don't want those for you. And the next one up, number 21, is insecurity, guilt, and unworthiness. The next one up is jealousy. And then number 19 above that is hatred and rage. Above that is revenge. 
And a higher vibration than that is anger. And then a higher vibration than anger, number 16, is discouragement. And then above discouragement is blame. And above blame is worry. And then number 13 is doubt. So now we're getting into an area that I would call the middle of the road place where maybe we can really easily end up in um, blame, worry, doubt. Those are 13, 14, and 15. And, you know, we can hang out there a lot. And so we're not super happy, but we're not super sad. You know, we're not super down all there in fear. And so we feel kind of a malaise when we're in doubt, worry, blame in that place, right? And how, well, I guess I should finish reading all of these before I then talk about how to increase your vibration. So number 12 is disappointment. Number 11 is overwhelmment, meaning feeling overwhelmed. Number 10 is frustration, irritation, and impatience. And how many times do we all experience those milder negative emotions when we're out driving or just dealing with the public in some way because people do weird stuff. I'm sure I do things that irritate other drivers when I'm driving and I don't realize it, you know? Okay, number nine, pessimism and then boredom. And I really feel like boredom to me is the transition between emotions that have a more negative connotation to them, and then ones that tend to be more positive. I feel like boredom is the neutrality point, even though it's number eight. So seven is contentment. Six is hopefulness. Oh, we're starting to get hopeful. Um, number five is optimism. Number four is positive expectation and belief. And I feel like sometimes we have a hard time getting to number four. Like maybe we feel hopeful or optimistic, but we don't want to be too positive because that's just kind of irritating sometimes. Or we don't want to put all of our eggs in the basket in case something bad happens. And then, gosh, then the fall would be pretty far if we got really, really positive and optimistic. And we don't want to fall that far um, into discouragement. We would rather... Ha, you know, have a shorter fall. So we only get partially happy. We only get to optimism. We don't get to um, number four, positive expectation and belief. But what she talks about in this book is that the higher you are on the scale, the faster that you're going to manifest the things that you want in your life through using the law of attraction and being, quote unquote, a super attractor, as the book is called. So number three is enthusiasm, eagerness, and happiness. Number two is passion. And number one is joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, and love. And so the more that you can be in joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, and love, the more that you are going to be embodying the feelings that bring about the super attractor experience, which, I mean, she's really talking about the law of attraction, but she's talking about it in um, 
kind of an off-the-chain way, in a deeper way. She's breaking down mistakes that people have made when instituting the law of attraction and how to um, do them differently rather than like kind of white-knuckling it and going through all the practices that are recommended like having manifestations and meditations and having the pieces of paper around that remind you of your mantras and saying them. She's talking about actually believing that it can happen and trusting that the universe is actually going to be there for you. So rather than doing the behaviors, she's talking about actually embodying a level of trust and belief that it's going to come through for you. And the more that you are on the higher end of this emotional guidance scale, the better your life is going to be. Now, there can be this experience of being on a lower end of the vibration, right? Like maybe you're down at number 19 and number in number 19 in hatred and rage, but, um, and you try and move up the scale with the skills that she talks about and the different things that I've taught you that anybody would teach you because there's information everywhere for this kind of stuff. And you try and move up the scale and maybe you move up to discouragement, which is like three above hatred and rage. You move up to discouragement and you're like, oh, well, nothing changed. God, I did all that work to move up the scale and nothing changed. Well, you're still in a place of negativity like you would probably want to move from the bottom third to the middle third and you're probably not going to see a drastic change when you move to the middle third until you're in the middle third consistently if you're still in the bottom part frequently and only sometimes moving up to the middle like it's just not going to be a significant enough vibrational change and remember that when your vibration um, sorry, I just like lost my train of thought in the middle and it just like fell off into a canyon. So your vibration today is influencing what is happening to you in your future. And it could be next week or next month or next year. But really what the life that you're living today and what you're experiencing today is based on your vibration from the past. So your vibration today is not the life that you created today. Your vibration today creates your future, and the today that you're experiencing is from your past vibration. And so if you're, you know, experiencing hatred and rage, number 19, you move up a few ticks to discouragement at number 16, and then you're like, God, that didn't do anything, but not very much time has passed. Maybe it's only been a few days or a week. Um, I mean, the changes maybe haven't caught up to you yet. And so you have to give time for the vibration to dissipate into the universe and basically for your guides to be able to step in and do the background work to help set things up for you in the way to help the vibration shift and to bring to you the good things that you want. And so being patient and trusting is part of the process. So leveling up essentially means that you are working your way from these lower emotions to the higher emotions. And this can be an experience that you have every day. If something tough happens, maybe you dip down into doubt or worry, which is like number 13, number 14. But then you're like, oh, I'm feeling doubt and worry. And then examining it 
and working your way back up. And it doesn't mean that you're in denial, that there's tough things happening, or that there's things in your life that need to change, because that's probably true. But when you are feeling hopeful and content, you are probably going to have more inspired ideas than if you're in doubt and worry. When you're in doubt and worry, there is so much mental spinning that happens that people struggle to find solutions. And so choosing to move up um, this emotional guidance scale to a more positive emotion gives you a broader outlook. It's like moving from the bottom of a mountain where there's not a super awesome view to higher on the mountain where you can see vistas and then you can really see what's happening and what your options are. And it, I know that if you're in a tough place, uh, pessimistic, number nine, if you're in pessimism, it's going to be hard to believe this is possible. But honestly, pessimism is just two points on the scale away from contentment. It goes pessimism and then boredom and then contentment. So if you can just move yourself from pessimism to boredom, like, again, I think boredom feels like like that magical transition point to me. Um, and it'll help get you there. The thing is, is that when you're shifting yourself out of the emotion into the next better emotion up the scale, you're going to want to not just ignore things, but actually pay attention to them and work through the emotion. It might mean that you need to journal or talk to somebody um, and use all the skills that we've talked about here and that you've learned in other places to move yourself through these feelings and leveling up your vibe in your life, not just through daily experiences, but in your life overall can really mean working through some tough old things, which is, you know, one of the things we talk about here and why, well, well, okay, I support working through all that stuff because it makes your life better. But also I know that it increases your vibe in the way that I'm talking about, which makes your life look way better, right? So I, I just really wanted to share this leveling up concept with you so that you could apply it to your life and see how you could move up this emotional guidance scale from Abraham Hicks. And then it's in Gabby Bernstein's book, Super Attractor, and how you can apply it to your life. And again, she's not saying move from the bottom of the scale to the top of the scale instantaneously. What Gabby is talking about is moving one rung at a time through the emotions and just choosing choosing whatever thought that is slightly more positive, but also believable. So it's not that you're going to turn from... Um, everyone in the world is out for themselves to everyone in the world is out to help you. That's not going to be an easy transition, but it might, you know, there's going to be stair steps in the middle of that from everyone in the world is out to get you to um, people in the world are concerned with themselves and sometimes with others. And that's a moderate shift, but maybe it's a shift that you're like, Hmm, I could maybe believe that. Like if you're if you're feeling really in the gutter about humanity, like that might be one step in a direction that you can tolerate. 
and feels believable to you. And that might cause you to move from somewhere really low on the scale to somewhere in the midpoint if you can more consistently believe that version. And then when you're really good at believing that version, you can nudge it a little bit more to something that's a little bit more believable. But the point is, is that the statement you're saying to yourself feels believable to you and so you can embody it and call it your truth. So of course, if you really want to dive into this book, you just need to go buy it. And she talks about multiple methods that I have used before and have really helped me. And then I stopped using them because life distracted me. Um, and they were effective for me. I did have some crazy cool things happen when I was really high on this emotional, um, the emotional guidance scale. Some really cool things were happening for me. And, and then I don't know why I got distracted and was doing something else and stopped doing the practices. And then all the shit happened in January, but that's actually not why I stopped doing it. I stopped doing it months ago. Like I was doing this book in, I think mid 2021. So what happened in January really has nothing to do with why I stopped. So I want you to have that experience. And also if, um, if you're interested in the one-day virtual retreat that I have happening, you can register for that at soulamplified.org retreat. It is called Activate Personal Empowerment Through Shedding Codependency. We're going to have all sorts of great learning experiences that day. You're going to leave with worksheets. There's a pajama hour. I was talking with one of my friends about it. She's like, there's a pajama hour and a nap. And I was like, yeah, there is. We're going to do some serious self-care, some serious learning, and some serious grounding and some serious energy work. And honey, if that sounds up your alley, then I want you there. So I hope this has been helpful for you and that you are totally excited about leveling up your life. My dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified. <laughs>